Thanks for tuning in to The Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. All right, I'm going to put on my Coach Neil hat and get real with you. This is episode 14. Can you believe that? I am so grateful for this magical journey of the Happiness Playbook, and I am so grateful to be involved with it, and it has already changed my life in so many ways. Just getting to spend so much time diving into these principles every week for me has been absolutely game-changing. But what's most exciting to me, and I'll tell you, I wouldn't be doing this if this weren't the case, but it's the feedback we're getting about how it's changed your life. When we began the Happiness Playbook, we had big plans. We don't want to just be another feel-good podcast that you tune into once and then forget about. We want to really move the planet. We want to accelerate the rotation of the earth. And we really want to start a movement. When we began this podcast, that was our goal, was to really start a movement of happiness, connection, and well-being. Well, the movement has started and is in full swing. And I'm so happy to tell you and share with you that we are in the top 35% of all podcasts. And that is a huge deal. But we have a goal and we want to bring you in the loop. So we want to expand our reach and bring these truths, these principles of truth to the world. There are so many crazy, negative, hurtful, and just downright hard things going on right now. And we want to combat that, but we need your help. So today, as Coach Neil, I'm officially recruiting you onto our pro team. You are now playing in the happiness big leagues, and the time is more important than ever to bring the world positivity, light, and joy through these principles. So, Coach, what's our play? I can hear the question in your mind coming into mind. Well, here it is. We want to expand our reach and influence, and if we get everyone who listens to the podcast, that's you, to get just one more person to listen, then we will reach our goal of being in the top 20% of podcasts. We want to create tidal waves of positivity and joy and just engulf the earth in that joy. And just for fun, if you get one more person to listen to the podcast and you tell us about it on the website at play3.org slash podcast by commenting on this episode, right? So if you go to the website, go to the podcast, find this episode and comment how many people you invited, then we will do a very special shout out to you on a future episode. So let's do this. And as always, those reviews are amazing and help us so much, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, those are kind of the big players right now. Please review the podcast and rate it. Okay, okay. Enough of Coach Neil. Let's go over to our highlight reel. In an article entitled, High School Runner's Sweet Move is Praised, we read about Ben Bordley, a high schooler at a state cross-country meet in Terre Haute. 
and I am so sure I butchered that name. Sorry if I offended anyone. Um, <laughs> anyway, he was getting ready to cross the finish line of this meet, but before crossing the finish line, he noticed a fellow runner from another school, Faison Khan, who had fallen and was struggling to get back up. Boardley, instead of crossing the finish line, paused and helped him up, and they both continued to the finish. I just kind of saw it and did it, Boardley tells the newspaper. I guess that's how my parents raised me. They taught me to treat others how I'd want to be treated and to be helpful when I can. What an inspiring story and what awesome parents to instill that in their child. I can't help but think of this concept as I read this story. We need to remember that it's not about how many minutes it takes you to finish the race of life, but about how many people you cross the finish line with. Awesome stuff. Okay, on to the team huddle. We want to point out an awesome review that we got from Looper for Life who said, The best part about this podcast is that play theory can be used at any age, all caps, exclamation point. Love the podcast and love play theory. An easy subscribe. You're awesome, Looper for Life. Thank you for the love, sending positivity and joy to you and your loved ones. Thank you so much. Okay, so today the topic is let go and play. And Boy, is there a lot of that going on in life right now. I got to tell you, to go along with this theme of let go and play, I am going to be a little less scripted than usual. And so I'm going to just speak to some points I have here, but I just kind of want to riff on some concepts about let go and play that I think are very timely. If you failed twice as often as you succeeded, how would you feel? And I guess a follow-up question to that is, What role does failure play in your life, in your progress? And as always, I guess that depends. If you're a baseball player at bat, then you would probably feel pretty dang amazing because a seasonal batting average, you may not have known this, is .333. And that's considered excellent. So if you break that down, that is three hits for every nine at bats meaning you're hitting the ball only one-third of the time you're at bat, which also means you miss it two-thirds of the time you take a swing. This is let go and play in action. Think about that the next time you fail at something and want to give up. Don't think of the missed swings, going back to our baseball analogy, as the failure and the end of the road, but as the path to your goal, which should be to progress, develop, and grow. Looking at another example, if we chatted with our buddy Tarzan over in the jungle, it's so important that we let go of the previous vine we're swinging from in order to continue swinging on the next vine. Hardship now will be a great story later and will be the vehicle through which you grow. So let's talk a little bit about oxytocin. This is the love hormone which combats the negative effects of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. 
my guess is you've got a lot of cortisol going on just like the rest of the world. So let's combat that a little bit. Okay, so we got our article pulled up here. And I want to point your attention to, let's look at number three. Um, we'll link the article as always in the show notes. So enjoy oxytocin promoting mind-body practices. If you haven't hopped on the yoga, meditation, gratitude train, it's time, okay? It's time. That cortisol is killing you. Um, the, the stress hormone does so much damage to our mental and physical health. And just the simple act of engaging in five minutes of meditation or mindfulness, um, or better yet, yoga, um, which engages the whole body and mind, that can combat it in such a powerful way. Gratitude journals have been such a game changer for me. A few years ago, I started doing a gratitude journal, and it just takes three minutes. I just write down a few things I'm grateful for and capture some memories, and that totally shifts my day. Uh, another very easy thing you can do is to connect and boost your oxytocin. So uh, connection with others, that could be a hug, could be a laugh, connecting with friends you haven't talked to in a while, uh, calling a loved one on the phone, giving or receiving a massage, snuggling a pet. These are all things you can do to connect and boost your oxytocin. And another great one is to move your body, okay? Dance, hike, swim, ride your bike, do some cardio, uh, turn on your favorite jam and just start going to town. All right, when you move your body, you secrete endorphins and oxytocin. These hormones not only enhance your brain chemistry, which is the primary reason that folks tend to exercise to relieve stress, but it changes your perspective and it gets you out of the day-to-day -day rut. I got to tell you, I've been working from home as I've been building out my own businesses now for a few months and I sit down at a computer for a long time each day. And I've noticed just me getting out of my chair, I'll go and have a dance party with my family, with my kids, my wife, and that totally, it shakes up the environment, it changes the routine, and helps me feel that oxytocin and combat that stress. So there is another little uh, tip for you. And just a bonus tip for you is to get outside try forest bathing. Okay, this sounds weird, but let me explain. Forest bathing, it just means you go outside and enjoy nature while doing nothing. Okay, it's literally just like soaking up nature. And we have this awesome little hike right next to our house. And when I'm feeling stressed or just wanting to reconnect with my why and kind of get my mind back in shape, I go forest bathing. I do a little hike and I find a good log and I just sit down and I do nothing. I leave my phone in the car and I just um, sit and do nothing. Now, mind you, this is a very public trail and it's not always advisable to leave a phone behind, um, especially if it's a new trail you haven't been on. But when you can unplug and go forest bathing, it is so nice. We're talking about let go and play. This quote, I think, really sums up the why behind this amazing principle. The quote is by Charles J. Givens, who said, To design the future effectively, you must first let go of your past. As long as you are looking in that rearview mirror, it is very hard to look forward 
to know which exit to take, right? And this really sums up let go and play in a beautiful way. You have to be able to let go of your past. You can't get stuck in the past or your future will never come to fruition. For any Winston Churchill fans out there, here's another one for you. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Remember, failure is the path to take. It is not the end of the road. It is not a dead-end street. And as long as we view failure as something to avoid that is very negative, then we will not be able to grow and develop at the rates that we want to. It's important to note that we should never have the goal to fail. And there are some failures that can be quite harmful if, if they take place. And that's not what we're saying is to, is to promote crashing and burning. But as a society, as humanity, I think we often fall on the other side of the spectrum in regards to our perspective on failure, which is that it is this bad thing that we don't want anyone to know about that we should avoid at all costs. And that most often is the problem that prevents us from taking the chance, from going outside of our comfort zone and really growing. So keep that in mind. Now, how do you let go? And what does it mean to play? These are some questions you might have as we introduce this principle of let go and play. And these are very important questions. And more important, they are skills to develop. Letting go, to be very clear, is not the same as dropping the ball. Letting go is about changing your mind or pivoting your energy in a new direction. Just like in a game of basketball, in life, we move forward with a play or a plan that we have in our mind. But when we get on the court and we're facing the opposing team, they have their own game plan. They have their own tactics and strategies that we cannot predict. And often they go a way we didn't anticipate. Now, when our plan and our strategy bumps into the opposing team's plan, right, if we're using the basketball analogy, we have to react accordingly. And it's important that we pivot our strategy or else we won't be able to progress in the game. If we insist on following our plan and ignore their actions, there is no way we'll be able to score. In life, our opponent is what comes at you every day, day in and day out, 24-7, 365 days a year. Okay, Every time your head pops off the pillow, life comes at you. And there are many days that don't go as planned. Now, we might have a plan to get up and clean the pantry, for example, but then we wake up and we have a cold or even worse, like the flu, and it totally puts you out for the day. In that moment, if we ignore that curveball of a sickness and we go ahead and we try cleaning our pantry, we're not going to allow ourselves to heal the, the sickness could get worse. We could spread it, right? Especially right now, <laughs> you shouldn't leave the house. If you pretend as if nothing is happening in that instance, you will cause more damage and harm. So we have to let go of that plan, but we can stay in the game and play. And that's why this principle has two parts. Just letting go isn't going to move us forward. That's only the first step. 
For example, if I let go of the plan to clean the garage and just lay in bed, I'm not moving my life forward. You have to take that action on top of the letting go part. And that's where the pivot comes in, right? Now, there's also a difference I will point out here as I just riff on the topic. Failure and giving up are totally different. And going back to the Winston Churchill quote, it is the courage to continue that counts. That is the play part, the second part of let go and play. You can pivot, you you can fail, and you can let go, but you have to pivot and you have to keep playing. And what you're taking with you as you pivot is increased knowledge and increased experience and understanding and context. And as you move forward and you fail your way to success, you are going to be able to get there much quicker and be much more experienced and skillful as you do so. Now, a concept that's a little tricky to navigate here is this idea of staying committed to something, but also knowing when to pivot. Now, I'm very passionate about goal setting, and a question that's come up to me quite a few times is I've coached people on setting smarter goals, which are better than smart goals. If you want to know more about that, shoot me a message, is, you know, at what point do you strive for a goal at all costs without pivoting, right? You set this goal and you're, you are committed to it. And I've had people ask me, yeah, well, what if circumstances change? And this is an important distinction to make because your long-term vision and plan should be concrete. Your long-term why must be firm and it should change very little, okay? But your short-term how is in constant flux. And something with goal setting in particular that's important to understand is your goal should be aligning to a life vision or a grander map of where you want to head. And your goal now is a vehicle to get you there. And so for me personally, you know, diving into my uh, personal development and, and coaching world, I have a life map that I've created and it articulates in beautiful detail the what and why of every aspect of my life. That is my long-term direction I want to take my life. And when I set goals, they align to that overall life map that I've articulated. So again, the long-term why must be firm and should change very little, but your short-term how should be nimble and flexible. And to illustrate this even more, the best career advice I ever received was to choose a direction and not a destination, okay? You need to be headed in a in a direction that is exciting to you, that is getting you where you want to go, but you have to be flexible. If you're hiking a mountain and you know which peak you want to scale, there is arguably an infinite number of trails that could get you there. And you might define a trail and a path and head that direction only to find a fallen tree or a washed out path. And that's okay. Sometimes life throws you curveballs. Sometimes things change. Sometimes your pathway uh, disappears right in front of you. Sometimes you're, you get sick. Uh, a loved one passes away. You lose a job. You know, something doesn't go the direction you planned. 
And that's okay because as long as you have your long-term why and you have that peak, that summit clearly in view, you can simply choose a different path to get there and you can pivot. And this is the power of let go and play and the power of articulating your life map, if you will, is that you can be flexible. You can be nimble and adaptable and pivot in these moments because you do have the long-term why and, and uh, direction defined. So something for us Americans here in the U.S. of A. that has been quite the curveball for a lot of people is the U.S. election results. So someone has to lose the play. All right. There are two teams here in the U.S. in the political scheme. There, there's more than two teams. There are two main teams here at play. When the outcome is announced, how will you react? Do you hang on and dig in and get sucked into the regret of the past or the longing for the future, right? If your team loses, are you going to just sit on the sidelines and vent about what went wrong and how unfair it was? Or can you let go of your hopes and move through the disappointment and pivot to a new game plan? In other words, if your elected official didn't win, can you let go of that aspiration and pivot to helping educate voters on future issues that matter to you. Okay, the election is just one of many scenarios right now in the crazy world of 2020 that we're living where there is going to be for a lot of people a huge curveball thrown your way. And the message I want to leave with you today is that as long as your long-term direction is defined, as you know your core values, you are going to be able to navigate these curveballs. And it's important that you do. It's important that you let go of those expectations in order to pivot and play into a new direction. And it's so important that we do that. We can't live in the past. We can't live in the future. We only have these precious moments here in the now. And it's so crucial that we enjoy them and live them fully. Our pro tip for today's episode is to write down on a piece of paper one thing that you are going to let go of that didn't go your way and then throw it in the trash and move forward. I know that as we get good at this concept of letting go and moving forward and pivoting and playing into a better future that we are going to experience more joy. Thank you so much for tuning in today on the Happiness Playbook. Remember, happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. Catch you next week.